Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Really makes you think, doesn't it? This is Food for Thought on Muskoka Magazine. Food is a universal language that we all speak. Join me as we sink our teeth into delicious conversation guaranteed to provide food for thought. beginning of a new year there's a time where we get to sort of float a little bit and then re-examine where we are I I know some people call this resolutions etc I always like to take a little bit of time so I thought I'd share with you right now what are some of the food trends that are going to be happening in this year and where do we fall on the spectrum of uh, partaking in those so welcome to food for thought I'm your host Catherine Cole on 88.7 the bay and I thought today we would look at sort of where we are, where we've come from a little bit in this past crazy two years. I certainly think when the pandemic started, um, there were issues which are now definitely coming more to light in terms of supply chain issues, availability of certain products. And bottom line, what is the number one thing that we're going to be able to see this year if we are doing our grocery shopping is we're going to see a rise in prices. I think everyone's felt that all over the place. And whether or not um, you getting your food from a larger grocery store or supporting small local stores or doing restaurants during takeout, etc. The costs involved for all retail businesses have, you know, skyrocketed. It's actually astronomical. And I think we haven't yet seen that in our sticker price. Sometimes we see people going, oh my goodness, you know, uh, Wow, that's so expensive, etc. And really, I think wow, the the um, the merchants actually haven't put those costs. They're absorbing so many of those costs. So that's definitely going to be something that we're going to have to look at: is what's going on in terms of those sticker prices. And that's a lot more of our take-home budget when things are already stressed. So I think we're going to also see, aside from that kind of sticker price, uh, because you're you're dealing also with incredibly high transportation costs as well. And just the cost of product and getting them in now is a lot harder. So what you will see again is, you know, not only that sticker cost, but to offset that sticker cost, you may actually um, see more people choosing to dine at home, which is a challenge for our, uh, again, for our restaurants. I know people, when you have a little bit of an, room in your budget. They're trying to support their restaurants with take home as much as possible. And I think about our local restaurants and some of the initiatives they do in terms of take home, partnering with different community organizations to try to support them in delivery costs as well. So those are wonderful things because people are definitely eating more at home, 100%, which then goes back and ties into that, well, everybody was making bread in 2020. Well, 
I think you're still seeing people saying, you know what? I want to garden more. I want to have chickens. I want to have a way to be less reliant on um, the supply chain. And if you happen to live in a rural community, that may seem more obvious, but it's actually happening in the cities as well. There is a real move towards that urban garden, that greener kitchen, you know, people growing their own herbs, people growing their own lettuces. And that's a fantastic thing. We're sort of getting more close to the food chain and realizing what's involved in doing that. So a fascinating one. When you are shopping, I think people are also looking at things like grocery loyalty. So how do you get um, uh, more bang for your buck? And they say when things like regular going up they're saying that there's an increase at least of 3.5 percent and inflation is over four percent and I think our wages have not gone up like that. So do you pay an annual membership? Do you go into some of those larger um, big box stores and get a membership which allows you to um, purchase at a at a reduced price? And or are you looking at things where you get uh, points back or things as well? And that is something that consumers are looking at. So it's it's an interesting one as well. Um, saving those points up for a rainy day or a harder day. So another thing to look at, I certainly love um, the whole indoor gardening thing. I, I try to grow my herbs. And then sometimes in the winter, I go crazy on sprouting. So trying sprout broccoli seeds or alfalfa seeds, etc. And sometimes, I don't know, we've talked about this one once upon a time before, but you can do things that are just wonderful, like take... Um, you're at the end of your lettuce, let's say your romaine lettuce, etc. And it's got that little bit. And usually you just give it a twist and take off the one end. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can put it in some water in a cup. And guess what? It regrows. You have to be super mindful about cleaning and changing the water every day to make sure everything stays fresh and healthy and you're not getting any bacteria transfer. But I've done that with my celery. I've done that with my romaine. And sometimes I have a whole bunch of them lined up, which means they sort of just uh, cycle in and out of being able to keep growing. And I feel so great when I get to eat those. It's a wonderful thing. And some people go even, you know, more um, crazy and they're uh, planting, um, you know, they have vertical planters. You know, you can do so much in a small space now. And that's one of the things that are really, really inspiring about this kind of a time. else are we going to start to see some of the ones you're you're going to see a lot of underground ordering and what do I mean by that I mean so if people are doing takeout um, because the restaurants were out of work and it was really really challenging so some people actually start to do things like uh, direct messaging through uh, with um with their meals that are available, you're going to see a lot more private chefs creating home meal plans. You've got those meal box plans, etc. And just knowing sometime that you're not going to have to be in the kitchen and you can help support someone else's um, small business is a really, really wonderful thing. And a lot of that is happening on social media, where you're seeing what's going on and you get involved in that kind of um, more local uh, food economy that's going on. 
The other thing I've said the word is local. What about local? I think that we're all really trying to support local, whether that be local farmers who have been able to expand um, their market. So, you know, I'm so incredibly blessed because I have a store where we do um, access a lot of the different produce and or um meats, etc., things from local farmers. And at this time of year, when there's, you know, feet of snow on the ground, you think, oh, I'm not getting stuff, uh, local produce. But you actually, there, there still are people doing it because they've got greenhouse and they've started early or they've got protection and you're getting more of those root vegetables and you're eating more seasonally. It's such a wonderful thing to be able to look at. Another thing that's starting to happen um, is you're seeing people looking at, you know, what they want in their lives anymore. And as we age, and we have this incredibly um, large aging boomer population, people are more and more concerned about their health. You know, we've been told for years, whether it's Mediterranean diet or shop the outside and not the the middle, you know, all everything fresh, trying to do the best you possibly can for your health. Because there is no doubt that as we age, uh, it makes a difference. Food makes such a difference to our health. And I think we want to look at that and say, okay, how do we support our health in the best way possible? And a lot of that is just knowing what's in your food, knowing where it came from, etc. And a part of that whole trend as well, you know, we've had sober January and uh, for the Cancer Society of Canada right now in February, we're also seeing people doing a sober February. And then you have events. And that's such an interesting thing because you're going to see two kind of different um, trends. You're going to see both in the alcohol world and in the non-alcohol world, you're going to see such a rise of different opportunities available. So all over the country, for example, we're going to see small distilleries, small vineyards, um, which are there to help us, um, you know, produce things like local whiskeys, local vodkas, local rice, local, all of those things, those spirits, as well as um, wines. You see the diversification of things like, for example, our Bala Cranberry, where they're actually using that to make that cranberry wine because it can be unsustainable for a business to survive just selling the cranberries. But aha, this is a whole other market we can start to look at. And it's fascinating. We're, we're all looking outside of the box right now. And if nothing else, we've really learned what's essential. We want more time with our family. And how do we do that? Um, we want time with our loved ones. We, Our health is number one important. And what can we do to help take care of that? So there's there's a lot of things that people are questioning and going, okay, what do I really want in my life? And for that matter, by extension, what do we want in our fridge? It's a really interesting conversation. We're going to take a break and come back and talk more about what's happening in 2022. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Food for Thought on Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm your host, Catherine Cole on 88.7 The Bay FM. And we're talking now um, 
about some of those food trends. And I was saying there's a lot going on in the alcohol world, but there's a lot going on in the non-alcohol world. And I think that's really important because as we just said, with this incredibly large boomer population and the sober movement that's going on, it's, it's sort of saying we don't necessarily want this. We're not drinking and driving to the same kind of extent. We, If we want to be able to interact with people, we can't be doing that. And maybe we want nights out where the key player isn't the alcohol involved. The key player is I, I want to be able to go out. I want to go to a bar. I want to go um, out with friends and I don't necessarily want to drink. I see more and more of that with young people talking about it. And before it might have been, oh, well, there's the pregnant woman or someone who's saying, you know, I choose not to have alcohol in my life for this reason. But there's all kinds of people who are just choosing it for health because it's healthier, because we actually know ultimately um, alcohol is sugar. Uh, forget even the behavior part, the amount of sugar we're consuming and its per, its effect on our brains, on our health, on our longevity is more and more um, well known. So people are making different choices. And that's also fantastic because it's leading to this incredible amount of options being out there. In terms of the sober movement, you can now get spirits, you know, um, spirits, whether that's, you know, a pseudo um, vodka drink, rum drink, all of those things, they're out there so that people who are choosing to be sober are not limited to just a soda water, right? You know, they can have something interesting without having a pop. Um, I love that. And they're just getting so much better, the quality of them. And you're starting to see them everywhere. They in films, we have a wonderful um, uh, Canadian success story. You know, it's a business she's had for about 10 years, but all of a sudden there's her uh, wine, teetotalers and champagne in uh, movies and series and things like that. And isn't that fantastic to see? There's Groovy, there's all kinds of Sober Carpenter, and they're just like those um, micro breweries and small breweries. We're getting really cool little companies coming up with their products and we're all in, we're imbibing and they're good. Um, I'm not a beer drinker, but I can say, oh my goodness, my beer drinking um, friends are absolutely adoring them. And some of them are combining things like uh, also, you know, non-high sugars. So they're more keto friendly. They're more um, healthy at the same time and gluten-free, etc. So love all of these initiatives. And you can imagine as alcohol has been an issue in life, now we're going to start seeing all kinds of um, cannabis products. And that's a big one. Cannabis added into the drinks. That's already been there, but we haven't had that many of them in Canada. Um, there's been the edible sort of thing, but there will be sort of a guide where there's smaller amounts, but you're using it both... Um, recreationally, but also in food. You're going to see beers lined with it, wines lined with it, food products, bars, all that kind of thing. So uh, it's like, oh, the relaxation, have, a, have this at the end of the day sort of thing. So the cannabis products are coming and they're coming at us uh, strong. And maybe sort of to offset all this, we are also seeing um, 
how can we enjoy our food? I think that's really part of it is that we're getting these incredible new innovations um, in food. And that is everything from uh, stunning 3D cakes and pastries, etc. Because that's a big thing. I was always a fondant gal. And I look at some people like Kelly Hollinshead and she's got her um, unbelievable Muskoka stuffed cookie company where they look like little cakes, but all in a cookie, everything you ever possibly could imagine. Uh, and that those things are absolutely amazing as well. So you're seeing people saying, I want to take the time. If I'm going to eat something and spend my money, I'm going to spend it on something I'm going to absolutely um, go crazy uh, for because that's what we want. We're also going to see more and more plant-based. And this is a really um, interesting and controversial subject. And I think I'll probably do a show completely on the plant-based movement because it goes from everything from being incredibly um, innovative in terms of what you can eat for health. You know, there's a lot of talk about um, and the health of the planet, etc. Um, animals. It, it's gone from being vegan to really this whole plant-based movement. But there still is um, a desire for many people who are in, uh, who are consumers to say, well, I want a sausage too. I want that meat-like pro- product, that fish-like pro- product without doing that. So you are seeing millions, if not probably billions of dollars um, going towards innovation and research and taste testing and all of this to create these um, superfoods. And it's kind of strange. It's just like the idea of whether it's the Impossible Burger or these meatless meats. You're seeing meatless fish. You're seeing all of these things. And it's going to be huge because as they realize that this is something that people are looking for. They're starting to um, put together these products, and they're they're kind of like uh, you know Franken foods, and that they're made those genetically modified foods. They are foods that are put together to create these this whole world, right? So um, we're going to get plant based seafoods, plant based everything. And uh, it's going to be interesting how the public reacts to that um, over the years. I'm quite fascinated to see. There's a new product, for example, you're going to see things made from things that you really haven't known that much about, like, um, you know, they're looking at all these new kind of uh, I would have said 2021 was the year of the cashew. And then there's been I think oats are such a huge thing now. We have oat milks, oat creamers, oat everything. Because um, people, though, are still wanting to get away from uh, the grains. I am someone who coughs, 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 coughs. Whenever I have grains, they seem to be very um, inflammatory for me. And I, I'll have them now and then. But the more I can get away from the grains, the better. So then you get things like a combination of the two where people are using things like fava bean and pumpkin seeds and peas. And my latest favorite, beans. And if you think about what a... Um, if you don't actually know what a mung bean is, you've probably had them on the top of your pad thai. It's a, a larger sprout, very easy to sprout, um, delicious, 
when they're fresh, they're so good, but they're using mung beans now to make things like eggs. So we have um, a product, it was called uh, Just Egg, and you know, it came already done, sort of like your scrambled egg thing, but then they made it into a liquid, and I can't believe the response to it. Kind of looks like that eggy, mustardy thing, and they use a, a different kind of a sulfury kind of salt that gives it that eggy flavor. There's also um, a herb in India called asapetita that gives that sort of eggy sulfur smell again and they use that and mung beans and incredible creativity and they create these kind of products that are absolutely amazing and you're going to see people just went crazy they're just like okay i haven't had eggs in how many years what can i do if i have eggs because i have an egg allergy you're also going to see things um, like that whole umami thing going on, which is that other kind of savory, uh, interesting um, flavor. Uh, you can see condiment obsession, which to me, it's like, that's, that's me. I, I, um, my fridge, which was held together by duct tape for years, I was just um, gifted an uh, and it has all those side drawers and I've never had a freezer on the bottom so it has the side and I realized this is the perfect fridge for me because I am a condiment queen I, I love flavors and I love adding those flavors to things and we're going to start to see all these um, you know really bold and diverse flavors as people are doing more uh, gardening there's all these things that need to be canned so we're getting more preserves we're getting more yummy yummy condiments, harissas. We're going global with our, our tastes and getting to try to all kinds of different flavors, which are really, really fascinating. You're also going to see alongside of all of this, a trend towards newer um, agreement, trying to use less crap, trying to be less wasteful, trying to compost more and trying to use reusable bags, reusable containers so that, uh, you know, all the beeswax wraps and things like that, because 21% of our landfills, uh, or this is now, a lot of this information has been gleaned from the Food Network, from uh, different food um, uh, magazine sources, etc. And they're talking about how 21% of landfill is food waste. And what about the that say, you know, we don't want those things thrown out. We want the food at the end of the day that can't be used to be uh, given um, to the food banks. We want uh, people to be able to find a way to work together with different community groups to make things, give things. A lot of things that have, um, we should read about best before dates because that doesn't necessarily mean um horrible, broken, bad, toxic, etc. after. It is a recommendation for a certain thing. So there's all kinds of things that we can be doing. I remember watching uh, CNN's Heroes and one of the women uh, who was um, won a, an award that year had created an incredible uh, food app for sharing all across the, her whole big city all the different opportunities that we have to not... Uh, let things go to waste. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that. So many trends on the horizons. Get out there. Try new things. Uh, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. And I think, you know, as spring is soon on the horizon, um, it's time to start thinking about what we want to grow in our gardens again and enjoy um, the bounty of our own communities. 
Take care until next time. I wish you the best of health. Sante. Thank you.